Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And the driving jam time. And the Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, here we are, game four, Blues and Wild later today. Cardinals play at 3.05, Blues at 3.30, probably closer to 4 o'clock. And Brian Kelly stays in studio for a little Blues breakdown. Let's go. I mean, this is uh, the season's on the line here as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it definitely is. And if they don't win today, I might have a breakdown. Because they, uh, yeah, they they yeah. need to they need to step it up, and you know the concern obviously is the defense because of all the injuries, and we got to see who is actually going to play, and uh, how they'll be able to contribute, how much they'll be able to play. If it's Bertuzzo, uh, we'll see. You know, and Letty, we just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I know Tori Krug's not playing. Right. Uh, Bertuzzo and Letty skated yesterday a little bit. Scott Perunovic might get that call on mm-hmm. defense. You like him in that role? I mean, I. I know he can move the puck, and he can move. He's a yeah. good skater, but he hasn't played in the NHL since January. you got to hope he's a good option. And and he can, I think, help with the power play, get the point at the center point, uh, possibly help distribute the puck a little bit. But, you know, when you get down to this point, you, you've got to just any healthy body, man, put him out there. And nothing against Marco Scandell. I know a lot of people pick on him. He's I think he's been very good since the, the trade deadline. But when the other night when you're when Marco Scandell is the guy on the – the, the knight in shining armor who's going to come and save the day, you're having problems with your defense. Nothing well, against Marco, but, I mean, it, you know, he's not the guy that's going to put Blues. you over the top, but in this case, he's he's that guy. He's a good player, but yeah. I, I get it. The Blues fans pick on everybody. Yeah. I mean, well, that's not true. They, they <laughs> always pick someone to, to pick on is yeah. what I should say. Yeah. You know, Jay Bomeister was that player for a long time. Blues don't win the cup without Jay Bomeister. Barrett Jackman. Bar- that is true. Yeah. For years. One of the I, toughest you know. players I've ever seen. Maybe... Yeah. You know, handful of toughest blues of all time. Yeah. 
Then he retired, so we all love him. But right. when he was playing, boy, played, he took a lot of heat up in the stands. Played through injuries. People have no yeah, idea right. what that guy fought through. Right. No, you're right. Uh, but back to this current team, mm-hmm. it really comes down to who can step up and score and yes. and be a great two-way player. And it really has to be all of them. And also goaltending, obviously, I don't think that Huso blew that game at all, mm-hmm. uh, but two quick goals against him, and then he really stood up and kept them in the game for a while. Would you make the change today? Would you go to Bennington just to shake it up a little bit? Or does that shake it up? Do they play better? Do they? Does that light them up a little bit because Bennington's playing? I, I Right now, I just don't have the, the full confidence in Bennington at the moment, and so I would lean towards Huso. I would not be surprised if the change is made. I wouldn't be upset if the change is made. I just think I still think you go with a guy who's been out there. And, and like you said, I mean, the first goal was a two-on-one. The second one was a breakaway that, that was mishandled, and then it went off his skates. Um, and, and a lot of these goals have come right in the slot. And and they gotta do a better job of keeping, especially Kaprizov, out of the slot. They gotta they gotta really handcuff that guy. They did in game one, but they have in the last two. Yeah, he's way too talented to leave him alone. And uh, I'll be in the house today. Looking forward to it. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. We'll have the family uh, with us in the house today for awesome. a 3.30 game, which really, again, won't start till about 4 o'clock. But I'd be in your seats by 3.30 oh, yeah. for all the pregame stuff. And it's got to be hyped, man. It's got to be an exciting night. I know that the Friday night place was rocking, mm-hmm. and then it just you know took the air out of the building. So Didn't hopefully... Hopefully the Blues can come through today and and make something out of this and get themselves back in this series. We've seen it before from this franchise. They've been down before, but honestly, this team has not been successful in the postseason since they won the Cup. They've been knocked out in the first round. Vancouver got them. Colorado got them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's time. Yeah, it's time last year was, was just a, a whitewash by Colorado. They just completely dominated the Blues. You got to hope that the leadership, that the guys who were there in 19, you know, they understand that this is a marathon. This is, you know, you can't get two up and two down and just keep focused on the next the next possession, the next shift. And that's what they have to do. And if they do that, the, the, the players who weren't here will follow and, and I still feel good about the team, but it's the health of the defense again that just that has me worried. And and so the forwards, like you said, they got to come back and help. And that was an issue, or especially early the other day. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I'm really looking forward to seeing this matchup. I think that it's a fascinating NHL. I think that Colorado looks like a freight train that nobody's going to stop. But then again, I mean, you just don't know. I mean, uh, I. I think Colorado, they put up a touchdown yesterday and beat yeah. Nashville 7-3. to three. They look unstoppable, but let's just concentrate on this series first, and then whoever plays Colorado will have its hands full. Colorado beat Nashville 7-3. Washington, all, what's with all the high scoring? Washington beat Florida 6-1. to one. The Penguins beat the Rangers 7-4. to four. What do you make of all this? That was a close game until the end. Uh, that was 4-1, to one, and then uh, the Rangers came back and tied it, and then uh, they gave up a weak goal. The Rangers did. Uh, so that, that that there's only been really a couple of close games, and I don't know why because you look at all these series and you think, boy, these are all going to be close, and so far none of them are. The only one is the Colorado one you'd expect. And, uh, you know, they, they just, they're so good. But they lost Darcy Kemper yesterday. Don't know for how long. It didn't look that bad, but we don't know how long he's out. That could, that could be a factor in, that, in, uh, in their playoff run. 
Games today, you've got uh, Rangers and Pittsburgh, as I mentioned. They're going to play tomorrow after that lopsided game that, as it turned out, on the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other games today at 11.30 this morning, Carolina and Boston. Bruins picked up a win, making it a 2-1 series. And we're talking about uh, an 11.30 start for Carolina at Boston. 6 o'clock tonight, Toronto up 2-1 on Tampa Bay. Plays on the road again. And then the late one tonight, 9 o'clock, Edmonton at L.A. with the Oilers up 2-1 in that series. It's a 2-1 Minnesota lead over the Blues, 3.30 game time Enterprise Center. 3.05, the Cardinals and the Giants. Cardinals manager, Ollie Marmel. As I was just chatting with him via text, he's going to get on a bus here at about the top of the hour. So we're going to catch up with him momentarily. And then John Mosellock will be with us next hour at 11.30, the president of baseball operations. Important time for the Cardinals to try to figure out their rotation and their offense, their lineup. They're sort of a work in progress that's fared pretty well, quite honestly. Yesterday they lost in a lopsided game that the Giants just jumped all over Stephen Matz. We'll talk to Ollie about it next on KMOX. There's a hot... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. High fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's 1019, and we welcome in live from San Francisco, the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, Oliver Marmel, as we sit here in the Stiefel Sports Studio in downtown St. Louis. Let's go to the Bay Area. How are you, Ollie? 
Doing well. How are we doing? Doing great. I watched your game yesterday and actually had a replay on today because I wanted to make sure I got this right. The Cardinals were down in this game, and suddenly it was 9-7. That game was, I mean, as soon as you looked up, you're like, well, wait a second. Cardinals are right back in this ball game after Carlson's home run. Uh, seven runs is a good amount to score in a ball game. Just the Giants got you early, didn't they? Yeah, they got us early. That was a tough one uh, to watch, but uh, there's some bright spots in it. Offense um, did a pretty nice job of battling and, and trying to fight back. Uh, unfortunately, we just too many free passes. Um, I think we had eight, two hit by pitches, three errors. So um, gave them way too many chances. Very out of character for the style of play uh, that we're used to, but uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, it was uh, uncharacteristic for sure. And the Giants on a festive day for them, and we all, who doesn't like Buster Posey? I mean, he's he's one of the great uh, Giants, one of the great ball players, and they played really well for him. Um, and at the same time, Yadier Molina, got a start and got an RBI to get to a thousand. I loved, I, I don't, I'm going to play this a little later on this show, Ollie, but uh, Buster was on the Giants telecast and had some very, really great things to say about Yachty. The level of respect those two have for each other is tremendous. Neat to have those two in the building. It, it really is. Both of those guys have gone about it the right way. Pretty neat that they both played for the same organization, uh, their entire careers and class acts. I mean, Buster's uh, presentation yesterday was uh, it was fun to watch. When you see someone do it right their entire career, not only on the field and with his skill set to allow them to to win a couple World, World Series, but uh, what he did off the field and, and everybody there, it was, it was pretty special. Um, so both of those guys in the same building, but that's a good day. Cardinals lost the game 13-7, to and early it was eight runs scored on Steven Matz. Matt's uh, coming off the bereavement list. His grandfather passed away, and we all are uh, thinking, uh, caring thoughts for the Matt's family for sure. I know that he comes back and would like to give you a better performance, but you know what you've got there. You have a, a solid lefty starter, just you know, a grand slam, and it just kind of went from there, as you mentioned. That's exactly right. He had a quite a bit, and he'll never build excuses around his performance, but he had quite a bit going on with leaving town and coming back and meeting us here and, and trying to pitch. Um, bottom line is there's a lot of balls over the plate, left a lot of balls up that ran right back to the middle that got hit hard. Um, so, I mean, things like that are going to happen. Um, but uh, yesterday just wasn't his day. I wonder also, again, not making an excuse, but just, you know, you, the elements are what they are. How much of a factor was the wind in that game yesterday? Yeah, it was uh, it was howling pretty good. Um, you get that ball in the air and it swirls, and uh, he had that wind going against him as, as well. So uh, I remember a game that we actually played in Chicago. We were at Wrigley, and we had a – uh, Dakota pitching, and um, there's nothing he can do to locate the ball. I mean, the wind was going right against his face. Um, so sometimes that plays a role. Yesterday, that might have been the case, but uh, if you're going to have days like that, you just hope to, they don't happen very often. Yeah, I mean, Matt's has that sinker. If it's not going to sink, that's a problem. And if people want to know what that. the wind was like, I went back and looked it up. 22 miles per hour out to center field. That's oh no, it was it was strong. That's that's significant. I think it was like 13 or 14 miles per hour on Friday um, Mm -hmm. for your ball games. Same thing, out to center field. In that game, however, 
That was an absolute classic ball game. My goodness. I mean, what a game. Really, on both sides. Very well played, very well pitched, Oliver Marmel. That was one of my favorite ones to be a part of. Um, both sides just played really good baseball. Um, I mean, the job done by the bullpen coming in and, and shutting them down. I mean, what we saw out of Helsley there. And then the ability to, for Carlson to come off the bench as a defensive replacement and then come up and get that knock. It was just a really, really well played ball game. It was a great game. Dylan Carlson had the game-winning hit. There was so much that, that went on there. Leading up to that was Juan Yepes, who doubles. You a pinch run for him with Brendan Donovan. And then Dickerson comes up and you pinch hit for him with Dylan and Dylan comes through with the hit. We talked already, or I mentioned already the bomb that he hit yesterday. That's just a matter of time. Dylan Carlson's too good of a player to be held down for long. We, you're absolutely correct. And we have a couple of those. Um, Dylan's too good of a player. He's not going to continue to do what we've seen up to this point. Um, he's better than that. He knows that we all know it. And um, he's going to start hitting a little bit. We saw that knock there to put us ahead um, two days ago, that big home run yesterday. And uh, he starts to settle in and gain some confidence and starts building upon those type of at-bats, and we're going to have some fun with it. And the other guy's Tyler O'Neill. Um, this is a guy that up to this point, he's, he hasn't done what, what he's capable of doing, and it's just a matter of time before that starts to kick in. You get those two guys going with the top of our lineup, doing what they're doing, and that's when uh, – this could get a this could get fun for everybody. Absolutely, uh, Tyler had a hit yesterday. In fact, everybody in your order had a hit yesterday, except for Tommy Edmond, who did also get on base. Everybody got on base. You know, you don't have to worry about Tommy, who's hitting three oh eight this year. But that was some sign, I think, with everybody knocking out hits yesterday. And you mentioned O'Neill. I'd I'd fast forward uh, to Paul DeYoung and say. A two-for-four day with a couple of RBIs is a good day for Paulie D, who is still trying to find it, I think. Yeah, he's still trying to find it. The, the bright spot in, in one of his hits yesterday was getting on top of the ball and kind of just trying to shoot that low-line drive to second base, right? If you've seen all of Paul DeYoung's at-bats up to this point, it's, it's he's losing his backside, he's getting under the ball, and a lot of fly balls that uh, just don't they're not going anywhere. Um, so his ability to make that physical adjustment and mental adjustment to work above the baseball. Yesterday we saw one at bat, uh, that base hit up the middle for the RBI. That was a, a really good step in the right direction. Hopefully he can build on that. And then uh, the other one is Harrison Bader, who I he, there's nothing quiet about Harrison Bader, but it was kind of a <laughs> kind of a quiet three for four when you think about it because they were all singles. But uh, that's he's starting to show you something there too. He hit that bomb uh, earlier in the series, and then yesterday goes three for four. Ollie, it, it's it's quiet, but what he's doing, and I'll, and I'll use that word differently, um, he's quiet at the plate too. Mm-hmm. If you start to watch him, it's not these big movements, out of control, chasing. He saw a lot of pitches low and away yesterday, some pretty good breaking balls that he just spit on um, or fouled off. And his ability to continue to do that just buys him one more pitch. Um, and what we're seeing is he's doing a really, really good job with two strikes. I believe his last two homers are on two strikes. Um, this guy's learning how to hit. And with his skill set, his ability to do that, we're going to see a really nice player. One more hitting question, and that is somebody who I think is going to be a problem for opponents for a long time. 
and that's Juan Yepes. Everything that he does looks big league to me. He takes great at bats. He's got a nice, solid swing. What are you seeing in your DH? And who knows where else you're going to be putting him, but he was DH yesterday, Juan Yepes. This kid is uh, hes impressive. When you stay inside the baseball as well as he does, you're going to hit for a long time because he, he's not sped up. He uses the whole field. He hits all pitches. He can get to a good fastball. He can sit off speed. Um, what he's shown to this point is pretty impressive. You watch his BP, and it's just a professional BP, uh, just the way he goes about it. So um, it's a really good skill set, his ability to stay inside the ball. I, I think this kid's going to really, really hit. Cardinals taking on the Giants this afternoon at 3.05. Oliver Marmel, the Cardinals manager, is with us, and we absolutely appreciate everything that he's able to contribute on this show. That is for sure. 3.05 is the first pitch. He's going to hang with us for another segment, and I want to ask what you saw in Jack Flaherty, what you heard and saw uh, before and after. His session, we'll talk about Adam Wainwright and this rotation, and we will not leave out. One of the strongest assets of this team, the bullpen. Oh, my. That in just a moment. On Sports on a Sunday Morning with the Cardinals manager, Oliver Marmel. I'm Tom Ackerman on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday Morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Cardinals manager Oliver Marmel is with us for one more segment before we get him over to Oracle Park where this happened on Friday. Three and two pitch coming up again from Helsley to Slater. And here it is. And it's a cold strike three. 102 miles an hour in the bottom of the zone. Helsley. Strikes out two batters in a row. His numbers are astounding. Yeah, how about an ERA of zero for Ryan Helsley and the Cardinals bullpen benefits from him and many others, Ollie. That was some performance by Helsley and really your bullpen overall on Friday getting the job done. They really did get the job done. They've been doing it all year. Helsley has been unbelievable. Um, Man, he's got some stuff for you. Not only the velocity, but this guy's not just throwing 102. He's pitching at 102. He's locating it at the bottom of the zone. He goes up top when he needs to. His off speed, he's locating. He can buy a strike with it and then just overpower you with the velocity again. I mean, he's truly pitching, and it's been really, really good. And the rest of the pen has been good. Um, we brought in Cabrera there for the top of that lineup. And, I mean, a well-placed ground ball scored two to tie it. But uh, he did his job as well. So the combination of that entire pen – has been uh, has been really really good. Yeah, Helsley almost doesn't even look human. It's like he's just like a robot, just hammering it in there. He's he is some talent. And before that, you know, Giovanni or um, Henesis Cabrera, I should say, Gallegos, you know, obviously closed it out, got the ground ball, got the double play. He's so cool in everything that he does. Cabrera to me um, is has really grown up uh, as a as a big leaguer. He he. It gives up the flair, Ollie, that uh, tied the game. But, you know, maybe in a previous year, the body language isn't good or, or there's some sulking going on. Man, he just comes out and gets right back at it, I thought. Tom, I'm so glad you, you, you mentioned that and caught that because you're 100% correct. This is a guy 
who a couple years ago would have completely blown up about that, came in the dugout, lost his mind, and wouldn't have been able to go back out to execute any other pitch. Um, he has matured. He's a different guy. And um, he he's a big leaguer now. He's a professional. He's, he's going about it the right way. He's, his mindset is different. Um, and we're seeing the benefits of that. So, yeah, those three guys that you just mentioned, Cabby being one of them, they're doing a really nice job for us. They, they, they really are. I also want to mention that play that O'Neal made in left field. Oh, yeah. To get to that ball the way he did, as quick as he did, no no other left fielder does that to keep that double play in order and then that double play that ended the game. I mean, Edmund, the young, they're up the middle. That's just unbelievable. Uh, so good. Uh, he actually threw out Flores the game before that in the first inning, and I think the I think Estrada did his homework and said, "No, I think I'm going to stay right here." And as it turns out, it sets up the double play. But O'Neill has a cannon out there. Also on Thursday, Andre Palante. Oh my! Uh, and and you know that surprised me a little bit because I know he he doesn't have the experience of some of these others. But for him to come in with the bases loaded and look the part for sure, and then just to get the job done was very impressive. Very impressive. Um, kid doesn't know where he's at, honestly. <laughs> he, you, you throw him in any situation, and he feels like he's playing catch in his backyard. It doesn't matter if the bases are loaded, if he's coming in behind two, up two, tied game. Um, so that, that's, a, that's a great part about his personality. But his stuff... I mean, you start looking at what he's capable of doing against left-handed batters, and he he does a really nice job. He came into that game and did exactly what we needed. Um, that was a big part of what that win. I also like Whitgren and Whitley. I got to give them a nickname somewhere. You know, the two wits, or I don't know. I got to come up with something. But Whit- it was weird yesterday for Whitley. He doesn't do that very often, but he issued a lot of walks. Ollie, what what exactly went on there? Yeah, that was. I mean, not like Whitley at all. Um, didn't have a feel for it. The reality is we only had one guy left in McFarland that we wanted to use down. And um, we had to leave him out there. But uh, he, he didn't have a feel for it yesterday. Kept getting away from him. He'd throw a strike and then lose a couple pitches. Um, very uh, out of character for him as well. Um, we'll chalk this one up and, and, and keep moving. And just in the interest of time, I'll just say that Jordan Hicks was very impressive as well. Uh, in his start, Dakota Hudson's going to give you a start today. And we'll see about Adam Wainwright. Is there any news on Waino, who I believe is slated for Tuesday against the Orioles? He is slated for Tuesday. I'll start with Hicks. Hicks did a really nice job. That's exactly what we're wanting out of him. That two-pitch mix was good. Threw about five change-ups all out of the zone. But the, the two-pitch mix was really good for him. Was able to get up to 70 pitches, which is which is nice, allows us to build from there, um, which hopefully that buys us five to six innings next time out. Um, looking forward to Dak today, as you mentioned. Then Wayno, um, we are still hopeful that he will make his start on Tuesday. We'll know more today um, and tomorrow, but we are we are planning as if Wayno's taking that start. And then finally, Jack Flaherty makes uh, his presence known in a 30-pitch bullpen session. I don't want to get too excited because it's kind of like Jack is starting with pitchers and catchers in spring training, uh, but that's good. Good sign. It's a really good sign, and I'll tell you, we we were able to watch it yesterday, and, and hitters wouldn't want to be in there, and that's his first bullpen. It was uh, it was an impressive bullpen, and uh, we don't want to get too excited because this is still to build up from here and make sure that he is healthy and there's no setbacks when he actually joins us again. Um, 
But yesterday, yesterday was a very positive day for Jack Flaherty. Really appreciate all of this, Ali. One more thing before we go. It is Mother's Day. I know that moms play a huge role in sports. Uh, our wives, our moms, uh, our grandmas, we just love them. The, everything that they do, what do they mean to you, Ali? Oh, my gosh. They mean a time when I think about all the sacrifice and everything that's taken place uh, in order for me to do what I'm doing uh, when I was a young kid and all the travel ball and everything that went into that. I'm, I'm super appreciative of it. And then looking at my wife with our two little ones now, the only reason I get to do this job is because uh, she holds down the fort at the house. So there's a huge level of appreciation uh, for her and um, what she does with all the travel and everything that goes on. My four-year-old actually just walked out right now into the hotel room, but, uh, no, super appreciative of, of my wife and what she does, and uh, happy Mother's Day to all of them out there. Give her our best, and thanks for all that you do. Really appreciate this. Have a great, great game today against the Giants. All right, Tom, appreciate you, man. Thank you. Oliver Marmel, appreciate him. Cardinals manager with us from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. It's 1040. We'll take a timeout. We'll go right back into the coverage of everything today. Game four at Enterprise Center. Cardinals and Giants and the Kentucky Derby. That was nuts yesterday. We'll discuss it on the way on Sports on a Sunday Morning on KM. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
OX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I'm Tom Foti. The upset could not have been bigger at Churchill Downs. And the run for the Roses, the longest of long shots, coming from almost all the way back. Rich strike is coming up on the inside. Oh, my goodness. The longest shot has won the Kentucky Derby. Rich strike has done it in a stunning, unbelievable upset. He did a one-shot Rich strike, living up to his name, starting way back, finishing impressively in front. Larry Colmas with the call on NBC Sports. Tom Foti, CBS News. Tom, thank you. And it's you cannot over-analyze uh, this, and you can't uh, say it enough how stunning this is. Rich strike wasn't even in the field until Friday. We had a Kentucky Derby party at the house, and what we do is we draw numbers, and everybody gets a horse, and then what I did is I cut out a little description of each horse and put it on a card so that you would have the accompanying card. I did that on Friday. We didn't even have Rich Strike in the, in our cards. We didn't even, when, when Rich Strike won, we were like, all right, who had 21? Nobody had 21. 21 wasn't even in there on Friday. That's how crazy this, this thing is. This horse came along on Friday. That's how insane it is. The Kentucky Derby with 150,000 people in attendance, we've had, you know, last year's was about 50,000 in about a third because of COVID protocol. The year before that, it was eerie. There was nobody in there. 2019, the last time that they had a full house at Churchill Downs, so on top of that, you got the bourbon flowing, you got people smoking cigars, everybody dressed to the nines. By the time it gets to 5.57 Central Time, the place is roaring. These horses hear it. They do. You know, they're, they're very young. A lot of them, biggest crowd they will ever see or hear. And for Rich Strike to come in there on a Friday, join the field, and then in an absolute perfect run, on the rail to be able to squeeze between two horses. When you watch the replay, watch it over and over, and it gets better and better and better. Sonny Leone, who sounds like a gangster out of a movie, he's the jockey for Rich Strike, just rides a perfect race and somehow finds a way to sneak through on the rail and bust through for that great call from Larry Kalmus that you heard to win the Kentucky Derby. These were two horses that finished behind him that were favored to win. Epicenter was the favorite. Zandon was one of the favorites. Four to one for Epicenter. And finding a way to win as an 80 to one. How unlikely is that? It's the second biggest upset in the history of the Kentucky Derby. In terms of payout, this is the second biggest in the history of the Kentucky Derby. Only Dunrail in 1913 had a higher payout of $184.90. Rich Strike triggered a $163.60 payout to win. Ran the one and a quarter mile in 202.61. That is super fast. It was just a fast track overall. So maybe in retrospect, it was an opportunity for a long shot to make a run. But It was just a matter of inches, really, and timing for that horse to bust through and find a way. I always love looking at how much the trifecta would pay. A $1 trifecta 
would pay $14,870. A $1 Superfecta paid $321,500. That's with simplification was the, was the four, was the finished fourth. Rich strike epicenters and in simplification. Simplification um, was uh, another horse with long odds. $321,500 for a $1 Superfecta. These kind of things just don't happen. And I, if you went to the race or you watched it, uh, you got to witness history. So it, it is something absolutely to remember, Rich Strike. Now we'll see in two weeks you have the Preakness. We'll see where all of it goes. But, you know, it, there was a quote that I saw from the Associated Press that I thought was telling where one of the uh, one of the people watching it said that this was a small trainer, small rider, small stable, and he should have been 80 to 1. So anybody that's in this business, lightning can strike. That's a great quote. That's so true. If you get to this point, you get into the Kentucky Derby field, you have an opportunity. And that is from the winning trainer. Eric Reed actually said that. He said, I about fell down in the paddock when he hit the wire. I about passed out. <laughs> That's the trainer for Rich Strike. Eric Reed said that. Just crazy, crazy Kentucky Derby. Rich Strike in 80 to 1 with a monster upset. There were other things to follow in sports yesterday. And by the way, 11 o'clock hour, we'll go right back into the Blues and Wild Game 4 and the Cardinals and Giants who are coming up at 3.05. But elsewhere in baseball, Clayton Kershaw. And maybe people wrote him off. He hasn't made more than 28 starts in a season since 2015. I think people kind of forgot about Clayton Kershaw, actually. He once was considered, if not the best pitcher in baseball, certainly the best lefty. He is 34 years old now. He is healthy, and he is a contender for the Cy Young. I know it's early. It's May 8th, but let me give you some numbers on Clayton Kershaw. He's 4-0 with a 1.80 ERA. He scattered five hits over seven innings as the Dodgers beat the Cubs 7 to nothing. He's allowed fewer than two runs in four of his five starts this season, and the Dodgers had some game with Clayton Kershaw on top, and that's just another problem that the Dodgers will present now to their opponents. You know they're loaded. You know they're loaded. And now they have Clayton Kershaw on their side. The Dodgers get the job done 7 to nothing with Freddie Freeman doubling three times and scoring twice. Dodgers have won for the 16th time in 21 games. They beat the Cubs 7 to nothing. Cardinals, as we mentioned with Ali Marmel, he was great, by the way, this hour. Really enjoyed talking to him. 13 to 7. Five game losing streak comes to an end for the Giants. That NL West is loaded, folks. Colorado trailed 1 to nothing, pieced together four runs off Arizona closer Mark Melanson, and beat the Diamondbacks 4 to 1. Melanson had a 1.08 ERA coming into the game, but then the. Uh, the uh, Rockies were found a way to jump ahead of Arizona and won that ball game. And the Padres, even though they lost to the Marlins yesterday, eight to nothing are also a contender in the national league. The best division right now in the NL is the West with the Dodgers. The Padres are just a game and a half behind them at 18 and 10 Colorado 16 and 11. They're five games over. And this giants team is much better than 15 and 12. The reason they're 15 and 12 is they're hurt. 
They haven't got a lot of injuries, and they're trying to deal with all that. They need to find some lefty hitters. They they really are lacking there because of all the injuries. But you're talking about four teams in the NL West, and by the way, the worst team in the NL West, a 500 ball club, Arizona. We already saw them. Diamondbacks were tough on the Cardinals, I thought. Uh, so, you know, we'll see where that all goes. But the best division in baseball right now is the NL West. It ain't even close. They're, they don't have a losing team in the NL West. So I know that everybody laughs at the NL Central, and the Cardinals and the, and the Brewers are the top two teams there. But you're going to have to go through these NL West teams also, and the Cardinals are getting a little taste of that. So this is a, a big game for the Cards today. Try to finish this series off, take three out of four, get these wins. The NL East, the Mets are the best team at 19-9. and nine. Everybody else is under 500 in the NL East. Marlins, Braves, Phillies, and Nationals all under 500. Mets lead the Marlins by five and a half games in the NL East. The Central, I mean, it is just pathetic what's going on with the Cincinnati Reds. I, I don't know what, I mean, it's one thing to tank. It's another thing to be 4-23. and 23. Now, they did beat the Cardinals, we will add, uh, in one of those games. But they, it has been a very difficult watch if you're a Reds fan or, quite honestly, for any baseball fan to see a team perform in that fashion. The Brewers lead the Cardinals by two and a half. Pittsburgh seven out, Cubs nine out, and the Reds are already 14 and a half games out of first sitting here on May 8th. That is kind of silly. The leaders in the American League, the Yankees, the Twins, and the Angels, all very strong, leading their divisions thus far. Also, we're going to hear from Chris Blair, the general manager of Worldwide Technology Raceway. He'll be with us in a conversation that I had with him on Friday with some really good insight on how the NASCAR Cup Series came together at Worldwide Technology Raceway, and he has some big stuff to announce tomorrow. I tried to get it out of him as to what that music lineup looks like. But his suggestion is, if you're waiting on tickets for the NASCAR Cup Series, the Enjoy Illinois 300, probably should get them today. Because when they announce the music lineup tomorrow, those tickets are probably going to be gone. That's how good it is. They have a festival that they have added to the NASCAR Cup Series. They've just decided, you know, we're just going to put a music festival together. So they're going to have all these stages, 30 different acts at the weekend events at Worldwide Technology Raceway. This is becoming in a major event for that track and for St. Louis. We'll hear from Chris Blair on the way next hour on KMOX. Also, we will hear from John Mosaloc, the president of baseball operations, everything that's happening with the Cardinals. And one of the things I'm going to get into is this Paul DeYoung situation and what the Cardinals should do at shortstop. My opinion I'd give Tommy Edmond a shot at shortstop. Edmundo Sosa is back in St. Louis. He's going to come off the COVID list. You know what you have in Sosa. Sosa's solid. He's a good player, not a great hitter, good defensive player. To me, not somebody that you just hand over the shortstop position to. If Paul DeYoung is struggling, and yesterday he actually struggled defensively also, but he did have two hits. But if Paulie D just doesn't have it, how long is the rope? So... Tommy Edmond could play shortstop without any hesitation in my mind. And that doesn't mean he has to play shortstop every day. If you call up Nolan Gorman, he plays second base or he can DH. I mean, who else is DHing from the left side? Corey Dickerson, who's not off to a blazing start. Gorman hit another home run yesterday. Did you see that? He hit it opposite field. And he's a good hitter. 
I, I would sacrifice the defense to get another bat in the lineup if you get there with Nolan Gorman. I'm all for it. As long as his strikeout rate is lowering, because if he strikes out in Memphis, he's going to strike out here a lot. So if you feel good that his strikeout rate is dropping a little bit, then I'd get him in there and I'd put Edmund at short. I don't think this happens right away, probably next month sometime. I think Paulie D's got a little more time to, to earn it, but it's getting close to that point. And yes, Tommy can play short, and then on days when Gorman DHs, because he's not sitting on the bench, he's going to play, Tommy plays second base. But Tommy could play short. Tommy could play outfield. Tommy could catch. Tommy could... I'd have Tommy uh, host a show at KMOX. I'd have Tommy do my taxes. Tommy Edmund can do just about anything. So can he play shortstop? Yes, he can play shortstop in the big leagues. He went to Stanford. Back after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.